What is going on, everybody? Depraved Slash here. We are back with the Pound and Slash Marvel Media Podcast. This is the Comic Corner. Yeah, I'm Pounds. Um, I'm Slash. Yeah, he's he's doing shit. Together, we are the penis. We are the penis. We are the penis. Um, give me one second to switch screens. All right. So, as you can see, last week Ralphus chose Giant Man. Giant Man as his MVP from the Avengers. Uh, I guess it would matter, but. My MVP was actually kind of hard to pick this week. Right? Um, there wasn't a lot of uh, people to choose from. Right, but you know the two that... But the two that I wanted, it was hard for me to choose, so... Even though it's obvious, but we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get there. Alright, so as you can see, before we get started, our very first thing that we always do, the Marvel trivia question of the week, true or false, New Mexico teen Sam Alexander became the second hero with the name Star-Lord. Okay. For the answer to that, stay tuned. Stick around. Yee. I don't know why my computer's moving so stupid. All right. Tales of Suspense, number 48. It's called The New Iron Man Battles the Mysterious Mr. Doll. This was published December 1st, 1963. Written by Stan Lee. Penciled by Steve Ditko. Inked by Dick. Dick. Ayers. And the characters you're going to see in this one are Iron Man, Mr. Doll, and Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan. We like Dems. Yeah, we do. All right. So we begin with Anthony Stark being told that Mr. Carter called off his deal with him. Mad, Tony goes to visit him alone. On arrival, he finds a strange man hiding in the bushes and walking into the mansion. That was weird, by the way. He turns himself, or Tony turns into Iron Man and pursues. Inside, we see that a man by the name of Mr. Doll is controlling Mr. Carter with a doll that looks like him. When Iron Man interferes, Mr. Doll changes the shape of the doll to look like Iron Man. And squeezes its arm. This ends up hurting Iron Man, and Iron Man stumbles over the edge of the balcony and falls into the moat below. Mr. Doll then forms it back into Mr. Carter, forces him to sign over everything to him. Hurt, and with his suit out of energy, Stark rushes home, reaches a secret passage just in time to plug himself in and pass out. The next day, Pepper and Happy are wondering where Stark is, and Pepper calls the private phone. Stark wakes up and answers and tells her he slept in his lab and he is not to be bothered for a few hours. Mm. He decides to create a lighter suit that is more powerful and more durable than the last. Meanwhile, the cops harass Mr. Carter about why he signed his stuff over to a stranger. And then also, meanwhile, Mr. Dahl sets his sights on Tony Stark. Tony then finishes his suit, which also puts on much, or which also goes on to him much quicker, almost by itself. See, we're, and, we're actually getting there. That's what I said. <clears throat> we're getting to that suit that just like, you know, it just comes on automatically. I like that. Right. And he's called by Pepper and told the cops want to talk to him. Cops end up telling him that they feel Mr. Doll will be after him next, and he says he will happy he will be happy to play the decoy. Yeah. His personal guard won't leave his side, though, so Tony takes Pepper into a private room with no exit so that the guard won't have to stay. Um, and he says he's doing that to ask her on a date. Inside, Pepper practically throws herself at Tony, but Tony dips out a secret exit, causing <laughs> Pepper to he cry. Said, well, he said, he said that's not what I brought you in here for. Sit down. The way he go. just dipped up. He's like, I gotta find Iron Man. Bro, that was the most funniest shit. <laughs> you, almost, you, almost, yeah. you almost feel bad about Pepper. Almost. <laughs> because he said, fuck you, bitch. He's out. But <laughs> this <laughs> shit, I'm out. <laughs> Iron Man then shows up. And at the same time, Mr. Doll shows up. Oh, shit. And Mr. Doll pinches his doll on Iron Man again. Iron Man hides the pain and is then told to leave the room. Inside the room right. that he goes into, Iron Man makes a laser thingy. And then comes back out. He asks Mr. Doll how the doll works. And Mr. Doll tells him that he got it in Africa and a witch doctor showed him how to use it. Yeah, yeah. Some magic shit. Yep. yep. He goes to drop the Iron Man-shaped doll onto the floor. And as he does, Iron Man uses his laser thingy to make it look like Mr. Doll. When it hits the floor, it causes Mr. Doll to collapse. Iron Man then sends Anthony's guard in to arrest him. Tony comes back as himself and remembers Pepper was left in that room by herself. They let her out. She storms off pissed and happy is confused about what makes women happy. Um, I really enjoyed this issue. It was a four out of five for me. Yeah, I gave it four out of five too. Um, Almost five out of five to be honest. I actually thought this is, I actually think this is probably so far the best Iron Man story. Yeah. In terms of just straight Iron Man. Um, Mr. Doll as a villain's kind of dumb. I'll admit. I mean, I like the voodoo shit that I, he was doing. I like the difference between him and the Puppet Master. Right. So, like, the Puppet Master makes these dolls and he controls them. Right. Whereas he it uses, like a, like a, he uses yeah. a voodoo doll that he like can shape doll. and change and get them to do what he wants. And it's not that he necessarily controls no, them. No, yeah, no. 
it just he basically threatens him. Hey, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm gonna take this voodoo doll and I'm gonna hurt you. And it's like he, he it's like he made some fabric, like like maybe he took some of Iron Man's shit or something, and then that's how he was able to. Hey, move your arm like this. Why is he doing that? Like, yeah, he's at because he got you just by the doll though. So right. So yeah, it was, it was an enjoyable story. Um, next up, da da da. We got Tales to Astonish number 50. Giant Man is back, bro. Giant Man and the Wonderful Wasp battling the human top. Who cares about the... I'm just kidding. Let me start. She's like, who cares about the wasp? It's Giant Man, bro. <laughs> this was published December 1st, 1963. Written by Stan Lee. Penciled by Jack Kirby. Inked by Dick. Wait, ink? That's nope, Steve Ditko. Fail. I misread. Fuck. No, I, got, I, got, re- I got too excited. Hey, yo. <laughs> I like to say the word Dick. <laughs> I can't help it. And he just gotta pause it. Dick. Three seconds. Ayers. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the characters we're gonna see in this are Giant Man and Wasp, also known as Henry Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Right. And we also got the Human Top, who's also his actual name is Dave Cannon. Which you said, and, and he looked like that uh, the tornado dude. He, he kind of looks. He kind of yeah. looks like I don't, uh, Whirlwind, Whirlwind. I think is what his name right, is. Right, because he had the uh, things on his arm and shit. I think it's the beginning of the Whirlwind. That could be actually the beginning of how War became what he was. He was the Human Top. Um, we begin with the backstory of Dave Cannon, a kid who could spin really fast, but was a bully. Right. And he grew up to be a villain. Henry ignores the years of crime completed by the human top until the ants send him a message of crimes being committed. Jan reminds him that since being able to grow bigger, he's also got to the point where he feels <laughs> like he's too good to take care of things. So he shrinks down and thanks her for bringing him back down to earth. Damn it. And then she swoons over him calling her honey. <laughs> um, the next morning, she is like wanting Henry something fierce. I, I, I told you because he grew and he shrunk. He said, "She said, grow back again." No, she's she's been wanting him since she's been around. Right. She's like, "I want me some pim. I want some pim. Now become grow, become giant." She wanted with that job and stuff. I want pim to make a joke at some point where he's like, "I'm a man, a particle man, particle man, and I can make my man man grow." Well, shit, make my monster grow. Sorry. Um, the next morning, the human top robs some guards and giant men and wasp pursuit. Wasp sets a trap that works at first, but the human top recovers too quickly and continues fucking with him. The human top right. escapes to the subway where Giant Man can't fit. By the time Giant Man shrinks to size, the human top has escaped. Giant Man returns to the lab and builds some contraptions that when he trains with them, it should help him become faster. I was like, is this a DBZ episode? Right! Um, hey, I need the narrative. <laughs> Yo, the human top get away. Will And we we it. actually get our first legit to be continued moment in a comic. Yeah, yeah, I swear um, to God. Like it was like, yo, and what? we see the human top running through the streets with what appears to be dynamite at the end of that issue. Yeah, he dipped um, out. I give this a three out of five. Here's the yeah, thing. He gave, he gave three. It wasn't a bad story. But he dipped out, he's gone. Um and I love when villains like the human top come in and make people like Giant Man look silly. Right. And it and it, they did it in a way that also makes sense. It's not like he just it's not like a Pace Pop Pete thing where out of nowhere Pace Pop Pete. Like, it's on the, on, the, on the airplane. <laughs> right. So in this one, Giant Man, if you think about it, Giant Man's going to be slower. He's right. a really big dude. Right. Massive power, but he, he's not going to like run like he was in his normal size. This is where Watts got to step so, up, goddammit. <laughs> so trying to capture somebody that spins really fast right. and is really quick makes sense that he's going to have a hard time and he even loses and he's like I've got to figure this out I've got to find a way to beat this guy right, so I really, he's gone. I really liked that and I love that they did this in a to be continued setup unfortunately the story that comes next is not as good but nope. um, this is one of those moments where I feel like where they failed with the writing of Giant Man is it's like they don't, they don't know where to go he, with this character he no longer should be limited to being just Giant Man. Right, because he can shrink. Because he can shrink, too. There's no reason why he can't become Ant-Man and still do the things Because technically he, he could have took him out with his ants. He could like this. And he has done that with people bigger than bigger, bigger size than him. He's done it by, you know, using the ants to help take the guys and, down. And here's where I don't like inconsistencies that I'm starting to discover with this individual oh, character. Yeah, yeah. Why is it... When he shrinks, he keeps the power of a regular-sized human being, but when he grows, He's, he gains power. He gains power. He should be If anything, both. he should either lose power when he shrinks, shrinks, or still have the same kind of strength as a giant, right. not become stronger. 
but they make it to where he does become stronger. Like a power scaling. It's like that's right. how, that's how I, 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 that's how I was thinking. Like, oh, this is like Dragon Ball Z, huh? Weird. <laughs> it's like a power scale. So when he grows, like I get more powerful. Like, oh shit. Okay, damn. Um. All right. So the next issue that we read is some bullshit. It's Tales to Astonish number fifty-one. Stories A and B. There are two stories here. The first story. Why does my fucking chair keep moving? that way um the first story is showdown with the human top so we finally get the conclusion to the human top story and then story b is called somewhere waits a wabo um tales to okay so this was published january 1st 1964 we're finally in 1964 yep 1964 whoop, whoop, moving up ladies jesus christ um, we've been there we've been for like a long last time jesus man <laughs> written by stan lee penciled by jack kirby inked by dick dick Yours. Um, that's story A. Story B is Larry Lieber and G. Bell are the penciler and inker. By the way, G's name, G. Bell, is Geo. It's Geo Bell. G-E-O. Huh. Yep. Oh, Geo. I like that. Cool. Pretty cool name. All right, so. And we, and we seen Larry Lieber in one of these. Like, so some of these people come back besides Dick Ayers and Steve Dicko. Like, they come back just very small. Like, we again get Giant Man and Wasp in the human tops. It's the same people as the last time. Um... So, we start with Giant Man continuing his training, just not being able to catch the spinning robot. Now, what's funny, though, is Wasp is not even letting this robot be at full power. She, he doesn't she know is this. useless. He doesn't know this. Right. But she's like, I can't, like, she doesn't want him to feel really bad, so she's trying to hold it back. It's, it's funny. Right, anyway. Like, you, you gotta help the man. Help him. Meanwhile, Top ends up taking the dynamite we've seen at the end of the last issue and blows up an unused Sko that is in the harbor. Uh, Sko is the type of boat, for those of you that don't know. Right. Um, drawing the attention of the cops while they while he robs the cops where, well while he robs the place that the cops left. Giant Man and Wasp hear about the explosion and before they can leave, they are swarmed by fans. Um, they end up ditching the fans and head out, uh, much to Janet's dismay because she likes the attention. Um, <laughs> Giant Man tries to catch Top but is made a fool of again. Unfortunately. Um, Giant Man then says they have to make a plan because they've been trying too hard to catch him instead of tricking him. Right. Um, the plans Top stole were old plans, and they know, and the cops know which Kami he plans to sell them to. So he's basically stole plans from the army and plans to sell them to the Russians. To the Russians, yep. Um, so they eavesdrop to find out when he's coming, and then they capture the Kamis that were on the other side of the wall because they basically hid in the room next to him. Um, Giant Man pretends to be the commie and surprises Top. When Top tries to escape, every side street that he has, or that he tries to go to, has a fence that is put up, so Top can't get out of it. Eventually, Top gets tired. Giant Man slaps the shit out of him. Yo. And then catches that him. That backhand was fierce. Oh, man. I would have had, you know what? He, yeah, he would <laughs> Yo, yo, he would have my MVP again. He just backhand the shit. Oh my god, that shit um, was fire. And because of he the should have did that in the first history. Bam! Go well, ahead, cops. He then catches him, and apparently he has glue on his hands, which keeps him there. Yep. Top cannot get away and is arrested. We end with Giant Man holding Wasp's hands, basically showing off the glue, but kind of having a little bit of a moment for the first time. Well, they gotta have the a moment. Come on now. Um, I gave this one a 3 out of 5. I, That's, I actually rated it the same as the last one. Yeah. Um... I like this, okay. It was it was a good ending. I'm not a big fan. Like, I like the top as a character. Probably way more than the weird fucker from the first comic we read. The, <laughs> the Iron doll. Man story. The Living Doll. The Living Doll. Um, wait till we get to the Living Mind. Apparently wait, wait. there's a lot of living here. Right. Um, <laughs> and the Puppet Master. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed the story. It was Like I said, it was a good fitting end. Where this comic falls apart for me is in the next story. Next story is called Somewhere Waits a Wabo. And the characters you're going to see in this are the Wasp, Rack Morgan, and what is I think called when I first a saw, Wabo. When I saw the Wasp, I was like, well, this is going to be immediately might be a one out of five. Here we go. This is a... The problem, though, is it's not even because of Wasp. I actually like Wasp as a character. But she's in it for two, fra- two fucking frames. And that's it. That's the last time you'll see her. Um, so we begin... With the wasp talking to a group of guys, and she tells them a story. I'm guessing they're like old war fucking people that are in a crazy house now or some shit. I don't know. They don't go into detail. They um, really don't. It's just, I guess, shows how much they cared about the, uh, the story. The story. Right. So wasp is talking to a group of guys, and she tells them a story of something that takes place in the year 2000. So here's the thing. This ain't even a real story, right? Nope. She's just telling them a made-up story. It's like reading a book to children. Um, 
But I also find this funny because apparently they thought by the year 2000 we'd be flying in spaceships. <laughs> Never happened. We got a drone, though. <laughs> um, but a man named Rack Morgan would do anything he could for money. Him and his co-pilot are planning to return cargo for some money when Rack decides to knock out his co-pilot so that he could get the money himself. On his way, he sees the planet Draconius, but was warned that there were Wabos on that planet. In order to dodge a meteor shower, however, he has to fly close to it, and upon getting close to the planet, he sees a bunch of gold everywhere. He, surfer- he surveys the area to see if the- he could see any dangerous creatures and realizes that people on Earth share that story so that no one will go in and steal the gold, which inevitably, if there's more gold on the planet, it will drop the value of gold. So he stops off, steals a large nugget, which is about probably half his size, and takes off, and then he takes off. As he does so, he hears some talking, and he turns around, and the gold piece turns into a wabo. The wabo tells him that they shapeshift and take the form of what person of what a person would desire the most, and Earthlings desire gold, and no one has ever heard from Rack Morgan again. Wasp then tells them that that is the end of the story. They want her to tell it again, but she shrinks and flies off. So here's the thing. I gave this a one out of five. Oh, you did? Me too. I was like a one. Because you can't give zeros. You have to rate them. So it gets a one. <laughs> or it would have gotten a zero. Because I don't care. My problem. This has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Yeah, I thought maybe Wobbo... I, 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 I think I looked that up. As, I was trying to see if Wobbo comes back. I don't think he never comes back. I don't think they do. I, yeah. I, I I could I could look later, but the problem again, it's just it's she's telling a fucking a fictional story. Why? It's, it's Why are we getting this? Like, here's the thing: if you'd have just told that story without her being the one to tell the story, it would not have been included in this list. I wouldn't have had to waste my time reading this dumb fucking story. We would have just kept moving, and we would have just moved on to the next right, fucking but, issue. But you show Wasp just. To but instead, the, because Wasp is involved, it's, it's a considered switch. a part of the universe. Right. So you have to read it, and it's not even entertaining. Yeah. Right, because here's the thing. It's they, just telling a story of, like, be careful of what, you what, what you're doing. Which, like, like pay zone. attention. It was Don't be greedy. Okay, there you go. We got a moral. Don't be greedy. Moral, fuck you. Right, right, right. Like, I don't need a moral right now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was, yeah, I don't, Jesus. I, this, it, it, it gives me a headache because it irritates me. Because I don't know what this is. Like, I, what the fuck? I'd rather, I'd rather get Jeb. Can we get Jeb back? Fuck, I'd rather see that yeah, shit. Yeah, bring Jeb. Right, if we're going to do shit like this... Let's read Jeb back, because this is some dumb shit right Let's now. watch some country dude, Beat some the country fuck bumpkin, out of... gun butt the shit out of some people. I'm here for Bow. that. <laughs> we can't stop. We gotta go. Like, instead, you tell me, yo, no one saw Rack Morgan again. <laughs> like, does Rack Morgan come back? No, he don't come back. What? <laughs> Alright, so the next the next issue we read is Strange Tales yep. number 116. Mm. Um, the stories in this are in the clutches of the Puppet Master, and then the second story is called Return to Nightmare World. This was published January 1st, 1964, written by Stan Lee. The first issue is penciled, or the first story is penciled by Dick, Dick Eggers and inked by G. Bell. G. Bell. And Both issue B, uh, Steve Ditko did all the art. Right. As he tends to do with the uh, um, Doctor Strange stories. Right. So we start with showing what happened to the Puppet Master after his team up with Namor. Turns out um, he hit the surface jets and they got high enough that the octopus let him go. He has now crafted a puppet of Torch and has him go to Alicia's house. Once at Alicia's, Torch hits on Alicia as Ben walks in. Yo, Torch almost became my MVP. I was like, he just walked up to Ben's chick, even if he was controlled, and was like, I would know. And see, that's that's where you're wrong. I would give to the puppet master right there. I know what you say, and Torch. It would have been puppet master. I would have been a villain right and there. And he was like, "Yo, baby, you right, shouldn't even right, mess right, with that ugly right. monster. You should come hit. You should come talk to me." Because that's puppet master basically controlling the whole situation. See? But that's the only reason I didn't give him the MVP. By the way, yo, he said, because it wasn't him. He, it was the right, puppet master. The puppet master would have been MVP. I swear to God, if it went for the next one, it would have been yeah, definitely one hundred percent. Um, he saying, "Hey, bitch, yo, ditch that rocky looking ugly thing." So three. Thing steps oh, in yeah. as it's happening. Oh, yeah. Things drift down to his tights and they begin fighting. Oh, they swing. Oh, he's swinging. He's like, what the fuck? Once outside, he grabs a sheet of asbestos and yep. flings himself from a flagpole, catching Torch in midair, who loses his flame and they plummet. Just before they hit the ground, Thing grabs a wrecking ball cable, which slows them down. Thing then throws the wrecking ball at Torch, but Torch cuts it in half with one of his flame weird Wow, he got that type of power? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Alicia tries to call the other Fantastic Four members to let them know what's going on, but they're on a date. So, 
Reed, Reed and the sewer are out. And that's what pissed me off there, too. I'm like, bitch, what? hold on, y'all. Yeah, because I hear the phone ring as they're walking out the door, and she's like, you think we should answer that? He's like, no, we need some time to ourselves. No, you don't. <laughs> Your brother and best friend the, are beating the fuck out of each other. The, and this is an actual serious fight. They're not just play fighting. <laughs> this is like, the what, the 50th time that they were trying to kill Well, they're always trying to kill each <laughs> but other. Time, but, but it only gets serious maybe like a few times. It's like... Should we answer it? I'm like, you know what? That's lazy writing. Who wrote? Uh, d- d- come on, Stan. Stan, come on, bro. Come on. This is a real situation. All right. Here. So Puppet Master realizes he doesn't have full control from the distance that he's at because he realizes that they're both holding back. So he decides to travel to the airport and has Torch lead thing there as well. Right. Alicia then also realizes where Puppet Master will have them go. So she gets there at the same time the Puppet Master does. And on arrival, Alicia gets out of her cab and yells for Torch to put, the, put a fire sheet a few feet from the ground. This distracts Puppet Master enough to break his link to Torch. Torch creates the fire sheet, um, puts it where she said to, and it burns the Puppet Master's hands. As Thing is about to pummel Puppet Master, Alicia begs him not to, confessing her love to Thing. For the first time, she actually says she loves Thing. I love you. And is like, you know, he's still my stepdad. Right, he's still his stepdad. Um, so he's apparently died five times so far. Uh, twice. Twice? Yeah, twice. He lets Puppet right. Master go, because remember the first time he fell out the window, the second time he got crushed in the sub. Right. Um, which neither of those apparently actually uh, did. Well, the, the falling out of the window should have killed him, and somehow he lived through that. The crushing of the sub, at I'll, least they retconned it in a way that makes sense. Like, if he okay. propelled himself to the top, like, the, it's a deep-sea creature. Bro, it's but it just go. looks like, when you look at the last time you saw him, it's like, bro, he is dead. You got crushed the shit out of that. Like, right. Like, then, like, wait, oh, but he's managed to escape. Okay, sure. But remember, it happened off screen. Yeah, but off screen. Yeah. If you don't see it happen, it doesn't happen. Like, a uh, kingpin. Like, hey, you right. don't see that shit? <laughs> um, so he lets Puppet Master go and Puppet Master gets away okay look thing it, it's one thing to not pummel somebody this but you don't just the let them go okay yeah, yeah, now he's gonna run off and go. become a problem later again for the 50th time Pace by Pete and we're fucking, done fucking wizard <laughs> um, thing and Torch then compliment each other saying that they're both pretty tough yeah whatever 2 out of 5 I gave it a 3 out of 5 you gave it a 3? ooh I gave it a 2 I wonder why you gave 3 because Alicia uh, <laughs> Best I love what is the, well, it was that I loved seeing, even if he was under control. Oh, I, loved, hit on I loved watching him hit on her, um, because it's a fucked up because you know, do. if it wasn't and for this next Stranger Tales one that, that we're with, and you weren't big, I, we would be Puppet Master one without a shadow of a doubt. Because of all the things, he's I mean, at least because he's considered by his daughter, so he's like, you know what, I got a plan, I'm gonna have him sweet talk the shit out of that girl, and then had the thing killed. <laughs> Right. the human torch. Because <laughs> obviously, I would think maybe the Puppet Master planned the day too. Maybe he went on Craigslist and said, we got a restaurant. You know, don't even answer it. It's fine. You know, we got a restaurant. Right. You guys spend time together. <laughs> All right, so then the next story is called Return to the Nightmare World. Um, we begin with one of Nightmare's people bringing him a contraption that brings people's spirits into the Nightmare World while they're asleep, trapping them. Nightmare plans to use this to lure Dr. Strange in. Later, Doctor Strange is reading a paper when he's approached by a cop and a doctor about the people who won't take, you who won't wake up. Be, was you supposed to, have to show the characters? From, oh shit, you're right. I didn't even do that for the first one. The My first bad. One? Yeah. Uh, look, there's Thing, Puppet Master, <laughs> and Human Torch. All right. Story, I was like, wait a Story B. There's Nightmare and Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, who the fuck is that? That's the first time that's happened. Right. I mean, I give you his go. I said, hold on, hold on. But at least they're named correctly. Right. I'm just oh saying. Oh my god, if their names are wrong, I'm like, bro, Nick gets MVP on this one. Um. So, later... Okay, so... Where, right. where the fuck was I? You just Okay. Yeah, he, Strange, Strange agrees to look into the latest right. victim. Strange uses his amulet to detect an aura surrounding the patient. He returns to his study. He utters an incantation that opens up something called the Mist of Hagoth, where he travels through. He gets to the Nightmare World and walks the path that the Mist provides, and as long as he stays on this path, he is safe. Nightmare destroys the last part of the path to keep Strange from the sleeping people. Strange unrolls his sash and walks on it to save the people. Nightmare then destroys the platform that he's on because he was no longer on the path, dropping Strange to the ground. As Nightmare sends his spiny beast to kill Strange, Strange blinds him and he hits the spiny beast with his wand, killing it. Before he can fully see again, Strange is already back on the path and walking back home with the other people. And Nightmare vows to stop Doctor Strange next time. Um, I actually gave this a 3 out of 5. It was an okay story. Yeah, I gave it a 3 out of 5. Um, I would have enjoyed it more if there was actually some fighting between Strange and Nightmare. Yeah, because Nightmare was I mean, he's he was in it, but he wasn't in it as much compared to like you saw Doctor Strange. And here's my next problem. So, Nightmare was given a contraption 
that brings people's souls to the nightmare world. And he really never used it. And well, no, he did. That's he why did. the people oh, sorry, were there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But all it does is bring them to the nightmare world. And trap them. Well, no, they were trapped because they once they're in the nightmare world, they can't get out until Strange comes and saves them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought we like they. But he they didn't got out. destroy the contraption on his way out, so Nightmare still has his contraption. Bruh, you're gonna walk out. Hey, he and immediately a, he's gonna be like, "Fuck you! I'm bringing these people back." Hey, he did a PPP moment. Hey, hey, hey! You should have destroyed that bitch. Like I wanted to give it a four, and then I was like, "Nah," because because then you reread it, and it's like, "Did he not?" <laughs> it makes you want to go back. Did he not take the contraption? No, he did not. Mother, what the fuck are you doing, sir? You got you got to take that and bitch. I'm to the point now where I want to see Doctor Strange actually fight, because we saw a mental fight between him and Mordo in the last story, right. and this one he just outsmarts. Nightmare, which is pretty much all he's done. He just he's in a constant world of just outsmarting people, and it's like I want to see you actually use powers, shoot things from your hands, get into a physical altercation with somebody, and everything is literally. Here's just, what I think they probably wouldn't want to show that because that, that probably looked kind of stupid. Him doing like, like that, like you know, or you know, little things like it might look kind of, especially during that time. I mean, now we look pretty badass, but now they probably they probably will show it eventually. Just not right now. Right now, like they ever drew it, I can see the fans like, "Mommy, why are he doing that?" <laughs> Because, like, my favorite my favorite part of any Doctor Strange story so far is when him and Mor- Mordo are mentally fighting. Yep. And I'm like, at least they're that fighting. Was the or- that was the origin. No, that was not his that was, origin the, that was the story before that his origin. That was the story for the origin. Right. But at least you see them fighting. Right. Since then, he hasn't laid a finger on nobody. He's just, Ooh. like... He's just been... Let hot. me walk the path of Hagoth. Goth. In the, mist, right. in the mists of Hagoth. You can't touch me while I'm here, demonic creature. Right. And then Nightmare's like, I will fight you again. I will see you again, Spidey. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which. Yeah, the next one. Amazing Spider-Man number eight. The A story is called The Terrible Threat of the Living Brain. And the B story is called Spider-Man Tackles the Torch. Which you talked about this at work. I actually found it okay. I I have problems with, of course, but I found it okay. All right. Not as better than the B story, though. <laughs> so, A story. Right. Oh, uh, this was published January 10th, 1964, written by Stan Lee. Um, Steve Ditko penciled and inked right. the first story. Jack Kirby penciled the second story, and Steve Ditko also still inked the second story. Yes, he did. So, don't want to forget that this time. Right. Um, we're getting Spider Man, Flash Thompson, and the Living Brain as the characters to pay attention to in this story. Right. So. We start off with a robot called the Living Brain being brought in and shown off to the school. While this happens, Flash Thompson and Peter Parker get into an, get into it and almost start to fight. The Living Brain is capable of figuring out any question that they are asked for a, a well that it is asked, and the guy that brings it in asks for a volunteer, which I cannot right. spell apparently. The teacher has Peter come up, and everyone teases him for being a teacher's pet. A couple of guys nearby are shown planning to steal the robot because they want to win. They want to use it to win horse racing bets. The students <laughs> then ask the robot who Spider-Man really is. It spits out a paper with a code on it, which Parker's told he has to take home and translate and bring back the next day. However, Flash wants it, and they get into it again, causing him or causing the teacher to suggest that the two have a boxing match. So after class, the two meet up in a boxing ring, and Parker barely taps him, causing him to fly between the ropes onto yeah, the ground. Yeah, because remember, strength of ten men, he, he'll kill him. And he still hasn't learned to really control it yet. Right, no. Um. So, and like at the time, remember, but uh, Spider-Man's like what at that time, like the top three strongest heroes. Like yeah, right. nah, it, 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 yeah. So meanwhile, the two thieves get startled while they're trying to steal the robot and accidentally hit some buttons, causing the robot to kind of go haywire. Back at the fight, as Peter goes to try and tap Flash lighter, someone screams that the Living Brain is coming, which distracts Flash. Flash looks away and he gets knocked the fuck out. Peter like carries Friday, him, like the movie Friday. He got you got knocked the fuck out. Right. Peter carries him to the locker room and changes into Spider Man. Spidey keeps trying to stop the robot, but it constantly learns Spidey's moves and overcomes him. Um, some kids can't get through a nearby door, so Spidey busts it open for him. The robot then disappears and surprise attacks Spidey, knocking down, knocking Spidey down. The robot leaves. Spidey pursues, and the robot surprises him again. Spidey apparently also before his spider sense was fully toned. Right, because um, you think the spider sense would be kicking in right now. Spidey gets away, but is eventually grabbed, and they're headed for the stairs. Spidey pushes the buttons to make it stop attacking, but its momentum is about to take them down the stairs. Spidey shoots a web; they kind of pendulum out the window, right, and then come back and land at the top of the steps, um, where Spidey then turns off the rest of the robot's functions. Meanwhile, the teacher is chasing the crooks through the school. 
Flash wakes up in the locker room. He gets dressed, and as the crooks run in, they run into him, causing them to flip over him, and they end up getting themselves knocked out. The kids that were following them, though, think Flash actually tried and succeeded in stopping them. And Peter even kind of pins Spider-Man, or being Spider-Man on him, saying, hey, you know, why else would you try to steal the paper? Um, you know, how else could you have been right. able to take down two people? No wonder you lost to me because you're trying to show that you're not Spider-Man. Like, basically trying to make people think Flash is Spider-Man because it gets him off the bat, or off the right. hook for it. He um, got knocked the fuck out like a G. He got knocked out. Right, so as Spider-Man heads home, he says he will, he, he's going to say that he lost the paper in the confusion when he gets back to school the next day. And he's pleased he got to knock Flash out without anyone suspecting anything. I give the story a four out of five. Yeah, it's that's I, almost yeah, that might be a five out of five for me. Here's the thing: the Living Brain, dumbass fucking villain. Because it's not even really a villain; it's just a machine that's gone ape shit. Like you want to see a machine that becomes a villain? That's what the Ultron story is for. But <laughs> right, <laughs> just currently, um, it, it's a dumb villain. But the reason I love this story so much is everything else going on. His yeah, fight no, with well, Flash and finally he, being able to take out some of that aggression he's built up over the last seven like issues. Damn, the teacher said a boxing match. I'm like, oh, you, you, you. I'm going to knock you out, too. <laughs> and the, and the first time he, he knocked Flash through the ropes, the kids were like, whoa, dude. Did you mean to fall through the ropes like that? Are you trying to play it off and drag it out longer? Right. And he's actually kind of startled. And he's like, yeah, that's 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 what I did. That's... He did a Hercule from Dragon Ball Z. And he's kind yeah. of having a moment where he's like, shit, I don't want to get back in the ring with this dude. Right, because he didn't even punch him. He just he just tapped him and he went that way. Like he was like a push. So it was, I loved seeing that play out, um, which I thought was better than the <laughs> villain story that was going on. It was, he finally got to beat the shit out of Flash. Right. I know. I have to say that the two little thieves or whoever, whoever we don't give a fuck about them. How they tripped over Flash. He was like the human banana. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So my favorite story Here so far. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is the B story. This is. Oh, now they show Spider-Man. up. Fuck the Fantastic Four. <laughs> this is Spider-Man takes on the uh, Torch. Yeah. This has Spider-Man, the Human Torch, and the Fantastic Four. Bro, this was a playoff from the last issue. They said, "Hey, yo." He's like, "This town ain't big enough for the both of us." The both of us. Hey, yo, they talked about this shit too. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. So we start with Spider-Man crashing Doris Evans' party, which is Human Torch's girlfriend. If you've been keeping up with any of yeah, us, yeah, exactly. yo, hey yo, that's a hey, that's a chat. Hey, what's good? And <laughs> so he tries and to he, he goes there to try and hit on her. Oh yeah, definitely. Because Spidey gives no fucks. Because he's a chat. I told you we are having this conversation. This is it. This is happening. Inside, Spidey traps Torch in a web net that, <laughs> that he made to look like a bat to fly through. And it, it, when Torch goes to stop it, it spreads and it traps it Torch his. in this net. Yo, he looked like this. He's, uh, um, at which point, him and him and Spidey end up getting into an argument, and Spidey compares him and Torch to J. Jonah Jameson. Oh shit! So Torch gets shitty and flames on, and they head outside. Hey yo, he said, "Hey yo, you and me outside they, right now." They kind of go back and forth, but Spidey's really winning this winning. fight. He's fucking winning, bro. He's and his ass. he eventually runs into the Fantastic Four who are sitting nearby, at which point Spidey, Spidey. then attacks them. Yeah. Right. And he's Say like, I'm time. done. Spidey then attacks them. He's like, I'm done with you fucking losers. <laughs> it's pretty much how he said it. <laughs> and he beats the shit out of them. I'm telling you guys, Spidey is a fucking monster, dude. This is the second time. He has beat the fuck He's out. beat the fuck. And this time it wasn't even in their own home. This is the second time. Now, the only person that trips him up and does get him to stop was, was Invisible Girl. Was Invisible Girl. It should have been um, Ben, but okay, whatever. That shit was fire, bro. <laughs> so, Invisible Girl ends up trapping him in a net. Sure. At which point she flirts with him. We and I'm read like, there. I'm we like, know read, they're dating. Read, like, read. read. Hey, she flirts with him. Yep. Spider goes to leave and tells them that Sue is the only good thing about the overrated Fantastic Four. That is how he put it. About the overrated Fantastic Four. And leaves a web heart on the ground that she actually found to be flattering. Who wrote... Yo, I mean, I keep saying who wrote the stand. I, I feel like he's trying... Because remember, at the time, when, when Spider-Man first came out, they were all saying, we're going to turn down Spider-Man. So I feel like this is him attacking his own creation. Because it's like, this is your people you made, this bro. Is, this is, this is, so this is one of the things that I love, okay? This, if you're somebody that has read the first few Spider-Man, this is the first time you're actually going through and reading them. 
If you're somebody that has read the first few Spider-Men, it makes Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man make more sense. Yes. Because we were fed, growing up, the animated series, Mm. the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, where Peter plays this, I'm geeky, I don't really fit in. I'm kind of like, I'm avoiding people. And he's not really like that. No, here, he's He's hitting on... He's as a human, he's hit on Liz. Liz. He's hit on Betty Brant, right? To the point where he actually had him in her, had had her in his arms. arms. It's it's not like he was nervous to do so. As Spider Man, he's hitting on Torch's girl mainly to piss him off. I don't think he really cares. He's just Ain't like, that a bitch? I'm just trying to get Torch shit. pissed hey, off. Hey yo, just to piss you off. Wow, that's some fucked up shit, bro. Hitting <laughs> on Betty Brant. Um, the invisible woman, the invisible and, girl, like, okay, so she, in like, front of Reed. So the and it was like a full on. In like, the same work. issue, he hit on both Torch's girlfriend <laughs> and Reed's girlfriend in front of them, and That's they couldn't do people, shit to stop they him. They didn't do shit. And Reed, I feel like Reed should have been like, and look, so he's, I gotta talk to Spidey for a minute. That's why he trapped him. He, she wants, she wants that spider web. <laughs> I'm just saying, this story got a five out of five. Five for me. out of five. That's it. I am here for Spider Chat. Oh, I right. see. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't even really know what a chat is, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, chat, um, this chat right here is those what he's doing. That is the best story. Oh so shit! Of this the week. man, this man kept it a buck. All right. No, Next up, I man. think this is the last story. Well, yeah. the last couple stories. Man, couple stories. Got, yeah. um, this is Tales of Suspense number 49. The first story is called The New Iron Man Meets the Angel. The second story is called The Saga of the Sneepers. And if you don't know that, it's Angel from the X-Men. Yeah, it's Angel from the X-Men. That's crazy. Um, this was published January 10th, 1964, written by Stan Lee. Both stories were... Well, no. The first one's written by... Both of them were written by Stan Lee. The first one's penciled by Steve Ditko and inked by Paul Reinman. The second one's... <laughs> Penciled Larry by Larry yeah. Lieber. Like and by and Paul, Paul Ryman came back to him. And, and, by and Bell. Right. Um, the people we're going to meet in the first story are... There are a lot of people in this. Yes. Iron Man, Professor X, yep. Happy Hogan and Pepper Potts, and the, the X-Men, X-Men, and Angel. And I, I, I wrote Angel by himself because he's the main focal point. Um, the X-Men aren't in it much. Professor X isn't in it much. Um, the X-Men being Slim Summers... Also known as Cyclops. I'm going to ride this until they call him Scott. They have yet to call him Scott in the comics. Right. Okay. You would think they would, but I was like, Slim. What's up, Slim? Honestly, they don't even call them by their names. No. Haven't since the very first issue anyway. Right. Not that there's been a whole lot of them. We've read two X-Men issues. Right. This is the third time they've shown up. Right. Um, but yeah, so you've got the X- Yeah, all these people. Um, all right. So the first story, we start with Angel flying over Tony's test site when Iron Man meets to get him... Or tries Iron Man tries to get him to stop flying because they're about to test uh, test a nuclear blast. He's too late, and Angel and him get caught up in the radioactive blast. However, Iron Man's protected because of his suit, but it causes something in Angel's head to force him into being a bad guy. They argue for a few until Iron Man's thrusters give out and he crashes into a shed. Angel heads back to the mansion. Fun fact, the comic accidentally calls Anthony Stark Anthony Blake. I don't know if you read that. Oh. They mixed Anthony Stark and... Uh, Donald Blake's name, right? And Thor ain't even in this fucking issue. And, th- and this is one thing we did talk about the uh, the lettering and how you're fucking. We just had this conversation. We He's like, because he was like, why don't you mention the people that letter? And I'm like, because they fuck up. Because shit like this, how they have you... fucked up. They how fucked up fuck Peter Parker's name. What? They, they fucked up Peter Panker's name in fucking <sighs> yep. issue two or three. Two or three. Yep. And, and now they're fucking up Anthony Stark's name. Apparently he's Anthony Blake. No motherfucker. This is why I don't mention you assholes. Yeah, can, I, can I ask him about that? So like you, because like, I was just like that. Like, what about the letter? He's like, oh, fuck that. Like they don't know what the fuck they're, they're writing about. Or not right, but they don't know what they're what they're putting down. It's like because it seems like they're rushing it as they're right. going, and that's fine. You just gotta get the print on all that shit too. But it's like. Like calm it down a little bit here. I, I, but I thought it was funny we had that conversation and then immediately read this issue and it's like, oh well, that's why. Uh, yeah, let's segue right to it. That's uh, <laughs> pretty like a bummer. All right, well that's why we don't that's why we don't talk about letterings, guys. That's it. If you in case you was wondering, like because they fuck up like this. So all right, so Angel then tells the X Men he's quitting. They try to get him to stop, and he, then he kind of whoops their asses, which makes you wonder how strong Angel really is compared to everybody. Right. But then again, of course, they're holding back too. That's his friend. He's not because he's a bad guy. Now we get Wolverine, that bitch. They would have been holding us. Let me stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> he would have clipped them eight. Slink! He, he'd have became Archangel real quick. <laughs> no, he would have had no wings. Um, oh, my wings! I know, bub. So he whoops their asses. Meanwhile, Iron Man turns back into Tony, and we see Angel leave. Charles comes in and feels like he's failed and even thinks about closing the school down. And then he says that they will make that decision after they stop. Angel, uh, Mr. Uh, Professor X, I'm going to need you to not be a bitch. Right. Like, you wasn't a bitch in the... You were already an MVP. You whooped the shit out of the Vanishing Man. Vanishing Man or whatever. Or whatever the, the Vanisher. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you stopped that. You stopped him in half a second. And what the fuck is this? Like that Now all of a sudden you're like, I failed. I'm going to quit. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Bro... <laughs> Close the school. Okay, okay. Close school. Close school, professor. Close the school. <laughs> we will burn this place down. Man, I close the school. So Cyclops then goes and tries to call the Avengers. However, Bruce is himself, which by the way, he's not an Avenger anymore. Did you not read Avengers number fucking two? He left. Right. Don't get a hold of fucking Bruce Banner. Right. He's busy fixing airplanes, not giving a fuck about the in Avengers. In a fucking like dome right now. <laughs> He's in the dump. That's what I said. Um, I, I read that too. That was a little bit of a concept. Like, yo, why call the... Of all the Avengers, you call him? Okay. Sure. Yeah, that worked. No, he what called up? all of them. Uh, oh, okay. I thought he, he just called just Bruce. Like, no, what? he calls Donald Blake, but Donald Blake is helping a patient, so he's not near his receiving set. Oh, okay, that's um, They call Henry Pym and Janet Van Dyne, who are on a date for the first time. You yep. guys use Tales of Suspense to show that they're now dating. Yep. I guess they are. This is why you got to read all of the comics because if you don't read all of the comics, you're not going to get all of the you're story. That's why we're doing this. No matter how boring these fucking stories are, I don't give a goddamn <laughs> fuck about the Wabo. But I'm sure it might. That story might come and take place where maybe she's like gangbanged by the entire fucking army. I don't know. I'm just saying. Sometimes these suck, but then they lead into shit like this, where all of a sudden we've got two Avengers that are dating, which we haven't seen yet. Because Henry Pym don't want shit to do with Janet, but apparently when they're not in the fucking comics, they do. They're all fucking having kids and shit. There's going to be little ant wasps running around soon. That's how they get their flying ants. Anyways. Anthony. Anthony. I'm going to call it Anthony. Antoinette. Antoinette. Sorry, random rant. No, but that's fucking funny because you look at it, you're like, huh? That's exactly what happened. I'm like, What? They're dancing. What? I was gonna text you too. I was literally gonna send you a picture. I was gonna screenshot and send it to you. Like I got to. I don't care, bro. Do you see this shit? I was gonna do the uh, the no way home, dude, 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 dude. Cause what the fuck is this? At least in the last one, we knew on the on the um not the other one, but the other issue why they could he was trying to call for sport. They were on a date. But but the timing the timing also makes sense too though. This is one thing I will I will say they did right. So. Let's be real. Henry has been avoiding Janet for how many issues now that she's like been five, around? Right? Five or six, I guess. She's been but there. at the end of the Human Top one, they were holding hands. Right. So maybe there might have been something that sparked something him to be like, you know what, maybe I should take her on a date. It would have been nice to see it. Yeah. But, we and now. In the Iron Man story. In the Iron Man story. <laughs> of, all, <laughs> of all the fucking places, I would have been cool getting a Fireman story, kind of, but no, you got Iron Man story. That's the wrong, wrong right. story, people. <laughs> right. What the fuck? So, the only one that gets the call is Anthony, because he has no life. Um, right. He leaves Pepper and Happy and turns back into Iron Man. I don't even know why we got a scene where he was becoming Anthony again. It's kind of pointless. Right. Uh, although, I did enjoy this moment. That's actually where the picture of Happy Hogan and Pepper Potts comes up, because... Happy Hogan offers to chauffeur him somewhere. Nope. And he's like, nah, I'm going to do this on my own. And Happy's like, why did you hire me? You hired me as a chauffeur and I haven't driven you one place in six issues. I feel like he should have said that just to break the care like Deadpool that shit. No, 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 he did. He's like, why did this man even hire yeah, I mean, me? I mean, I'm saying like, I'm, not, I'm saying like, he should have, just like Deadpool be like, why did he even hire me? I've been here for six issues. I'm like, ah, there it is. Because even Pepper looks at him and goes, it's definitely not because of your happy personality. I would have back in <laughs> Well, they end up married. That's that. Yeah, I, I know they married. I know they married. That we'll save that for when Henry does that to Janet later. Um, <laughs> y'all think I'm playing? No, he's an abusive prick. Oh, he is. Oh shit! That's why he went on a dark path for real. <laughs> um, so Anthony leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Angel is dropping dynamite in random places. Now, <laughs> to be fair, he's doing it away from anything that'll be actually destroyed or people. He's not. He's there's still something inside of him that's not letting him be the Joker, basically. Bro, that's it. Oh, he, first of all, dynamite. Okay, I said, okay, we're getting a little bit intense out here. Um. So, where the fuck was I? Okay, so Angel drops dynamite in random places. He's away from doing it and causing harm, though. 
trying to lure evil mutants out so he can join them. Instead, he actually scares the evil mutants away, thinking the, the evil mutants obviously are thinking maybe he's probably trying to set them up. Right, I would, I would think that. Um, but instead, Iron Man shows up. Um, he basically convinces the guards, hey, let me take care of this. Give me, and the guards like, look, because you're Iron Man, we'll give you ten minutes. If you don't get the situation fixed out, figured out in ten minutes, we're fucking him up. And then the uh, next issue, that's when he backhand the fuck out of <laughs> Yeah, like he's, and, and then that, that, that issue of the next page, he's backhanded shit. Like, right. do you know the fuck I, I'm an Avenger, bitch? And then he just dips. So Iron Man flies up to him, um, oh, which apparently now he actually has full blown thrusters. At right. Some point. We never. Usually, sh- it just kind of propels him to places, and right. then he gets there. But like now, it would be nice to see that little training montage there, like they did in Iron Man. But that's okay. Cool. I guess. Sure. He right. Got thrusters. Okay. So Iron Man tells him that he's there to help, and they tussle all the way to the ground where they end up inside a hangar. They fight throughout the hangar a little bit, and then Iron Man tries to trap him inside the hangar, but he's unable to. Instead, Angel escapes out of the door and traps him inside. Um, Iron Man then breaks out and charges him and takes him high into the air until his transistors give out. Right. Angel breaks free and Tony starts to fall. Due to the shock, Angel snaps out of it and dives to try and save Tony. He catches him just at the last second. Um, back on the ground, they tell the army that he's a good guy and he's back to being himself. The X-Men show up and thank Anthony and say anytime he needs them, they'll be glad to help. I like that. Now, Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man then leaves. Charles then sends him a thought call thanking him and says he'll make it up to him sometime. Right. And Charles is also thrilled to see that his training is actually working for his kids in, in terms of them being good guys. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, knowing what we know now, this shit is wild because we've had the Avengers fight the X-Men twice in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Charles does not get along with like Nick Fury or they don't get along with the mutants. And it brings up a good point where if you if you notice in the comics, um, anytime the mutants ask for help, they always say, well, that's a mutant problem. Right. That doesn't have anything to do with us. But anytime the Avengers ask the well, X Men to help, or not, not you know, the X Men are like, yeah, sure. Right, Usually Wolverine gets sent out or whatever. Right. Um, so we know that eventually, we don't know what's going to cause it yet, but at some point. Yeah, at some point they're not. Something breaks right. down. Um, it'll be fun to see this as it evolves further. Right. And this is another one of those stories that I absolutely loved because, yes, it's an Iron Man comic. But they found a way to tie in the X-Men, right? which was really cool. And this is one of the reasons, again, I love Marvel so much, and I'm really enjoying reading a lot of these comics, oh, yeah. is getting the crossovers. Crossovers are yeah, a this thing is, this is that, Once again, it started with the, the Incredible Hulk and Fantastic Four, and it just, just and took they, off from there. And they continue to do it over and over again. And you, it, should, you should. Damn, we're, they're in the same Earth. They're in the same universe. It just... Makes more sense to honestly. They're all in the same city. All this they, shit takes place in New York. Right? Aren't they in New York? What the hell? Like, bro? Like, uh, yeah. Like, it would make more sense that way to now, actually put that there. I only gave this story a four out of five. Yeah, I gave it a four or five. I, I don't think it was a perfect story, but it was really good. Yeah, it wasn't like the really the, the fight that we saw in the last issue, but nah. I just I, that one got a five for me because I like Spider Man when he's an asshole. <laughs> um. Now we go from one of the better stories. To another one of the worst. Yeah. And almost kind of forgettable, actually. And I was so excited for this one because I seen the Watcher, the Watcher was in it. I was like, this might be a five out of five. I swear this, to God. This is called The Saga of the Sneepers, and this is The Watcher and the Sneepers. Right. That's pretty much all you really see in this. Now, this is a short story brought to us by The Watcher about an alien race called the Sneepers. Right. Um, which, it starts off with The Watcher being like, I'm a watcher. I'm not allowed to interfere. All he I can do. He that shit so goddamn like, so much. Which, God Lord. To be real, this is the first time you've not interfered in anything. I'm right. just letting you know. Yeah, this is the You're first failing. time. Out um, of how many times? <laughs> like he's been, he's he's shown up three times, and two times he's interfered. One time he has not. I'm just saying your win to loss ratio is looking bad. And we ain't talk about what if either. <laughs> right. You're at a point three three. I'm just. We need to get the shit. You got an you know. F. We still got an F, bro. Supper. Like he's. Um. But he's basically telling a story of another alien race that's happening. And now, this alien race is canon in the Marvel Universe. This isn't just a story. Right, and that's why, like, as long as it's canon, I, I'm cool with it. That's why I was like, okay, cool. Now. Okay. I just don't like the story. So, 
They are a savage race, the Sneepers, who only conquer, who only go to planets to conquer and enslave. They had their eyes on Earth, and they had planned to come and dominate us, but we were weak cavemen at the time. They didn't feel like it was worth doing it. However, over time, we've become far advanced, and now that we are as advanced as we are, they plan to attack us again. That was until we started testing nuclear weapons, and now they're just wait, sitting back and waiting for us to destroy each other. Right. The Watcher asks us not to. He can't interfere, but he hopes that we will not use these new weapons to kill off ourselves. Now, here's the thing. The reason they did this story, and it makes sense, and I'm sure at the time it was probably oh, yeah, a great... Yeah. It was a great... It, it was an attempt for Marvel to try and tell people to not get into a nuclear fight, because that was the big worry at the time where all of these different countries all had nuclear weapons that they were developing, and people were so worried that we were... And we almost did. There was almost a huge nuclear war that would have happened that would have probably... Did, we wouldn't even be alive right now, basically. Right, because like, those bombs could wipe out everything. Right. So, I get why the story was done. And again... Had I read this in '64, yeah, I'm, I would have probably been like, this makes "I agree. Sense. I right. love what you did here." The problem is, hindsight 2020, we're now right. 40, 50 years, 60 years ahead in time. None of that actually ended up happening, and now all of a sudden, looking back on the it's story, it's just kind of like it was. It's unnecessary now. It's unnecessary. Wait till we get to 2001. So that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a. If we still continue this, like. That's going to be a one where, oh shit. Right. <laughs> we get so here's one. the thing. Unlike the last story I gave a one, mm. I'm also giving this a one. But I would have given it a legit one. Yeah. Um, I could have even maybe even stretched it to a two. I'm going to stick with the one. So, so I'll give it a two. Because in hindsight 2020, like, like you know, again, hindsight, it's not a necessary story anymore. Right. Thankfully, they didn't go into a nuclear war like the thoughts were going to. And again... Had I read this in 64, I'd have been like Freak four. Freak the fuck out. I'd be like, four out of five, please don't nuke us. Please. Right, right. I don't want to die. <laughs> Although now my mind state is like, please nuke us. It's time to end fucking humanity. Right. Hey, yo, we we're all trying that, bro. Ultron said he will drop a fucking meter on our asses. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I gave this a one out of five. Um, I just, I, it's, it's hard to get into. I still say I'll give it to our five. It was better than the, than I'm gonna tell it's you a goddamn dumbass wobble story. Wobble story, and that's why I will give it a two. I'll, I'll give it to our five because like, to, so the wobble story please. kind of was uh, the hell. What? <laughs> I, I I was getting ready to leave out of the screen, but I forgot we got more. All right? Yeah, we still got what one? No, no, no. We're no, done with stories. Oh no, MVP then the quiz. MVP. If yep. you guys couldn't tell it's who this, I gave my MVP to, it's this guy. Obviously, come on now. Come on, come on, come on. It's the second time he got this shit. Let's dickhead Spider Man. Come on. You should have put that in there. Like, Dickhead Spider Man. <laughs> um, it's the Spider Man from the Human Torch story. Again, for the second time, whooped the entire Fantastic Four right. team's like, ass. Minus the Spider Chat, whatever bullshit. This is the second time. And he, and then pretty much, it just said, I'm done. I'm like, okay. All right, bro. Even Fuck. went on to tell them they were overrated. Overrated. Which, let's be honest. Before I started reading the Fantastic Four, 100% would have agreed with him. Now, I actually enjoy the Fantastic Four stories probably just as equally as, as the Spider-Man, Spider-Man ones now. Right. I'm kind of getting a new opinion of the Fantastic Four as a group as I've read these stories because they tend to well, have... Well, because what if you started comments. with Spider-Man and, and then we get the Fantastic Four one? We'd be like, oh, we don't give a shit about them. They just got their ass kicked to a teenager. Uh, who gives a fuck about this first family? Right. Who cares? But they've had some of the better stories. Still to this time, my favorite story we've read, period was when Namor was about to take over. Yeah. That story was fan-fucking-tastic. That is Fantastic Four's like highest moment right there. So far. So far. Um, no. So, again, I've... But they they are the only group that has consistently... They've only had a one or two issues of the 20 we've read. Right. Where they were kind of like... That was like a two or a three. Most of the time, fours, a couple times gotten a five. Like, I like the movie one. I did like the one where they were running out of money. I was like, they had money in the first place? <laughs> right. Um, so they, they had some moments. So they're staying solid and consistent, unlike Strange Tales, right? Or Tales even, to Astonish. Yeah, I would say or Thor, Thor, mystery Thor, Tales of Mystery. Turns into mystery, like Journey to Mystery. It's, it's crazy. Um, Jeez, even like the Hulk shit starting to get weird. I mean, and, and I know we haven't seen Hulk in a minute, but even that was starting. To, yeah, we haven't seen Hulk in a while. Right? Damn, that's been like what a year. He now? only shows up in the fucking Avengers. Avengers. 
Bring back Hulk. Like they do now. <laughs> Isn't that kind of forsaken? That's not foreshadowing nothing. We already know he's coming back to fight against the Avengers with Namor. That's yes. the next time we'll see him. Right, that's supposed to be. Yeah, the next time we see his ass, yeah. Um, he teams up with him. But and yeah, then, he's MVP, so. That's MVP. Going back to the question, Marvel Trivia Question of the Week, True or False, New Mexico right. team, Sam Alexander became the second hero named Star-Lord. True. It's actually false. Damn it. Sam Alexander... Becomes Nova. Nova. Oh, I'm a failed Marvel person. I should have known that. I should have known that, Ralph. Like, how do you um, know that? Yeah, uh, that's 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 the end of that. Pounds, you should have known that, man. Like, now I can switch Nova. out of that screen. And, and we're back. Well, we've always been here, but yeah, we, you know. we've always been here. Yeah, uh, we can get rid of that. Uh, so the next stories we're going to be getting are. If we come over here. As it lo- oh, why did you go into weird look mode? No, 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 no. Um, like if you look up, if you look at it, we haven't had a Crumble Hulk in like what two years now. If you really look at it, what 1963, 1964, it's about what two years, right? Since the Hulk comic showed up. What are you doing? What did it jump? No, it changed its whole design. That is weird. Hmm. She must have walked on my laptop at some point. Um. Yeah, they... Sorry, fellas. We got a little technical difficulties because some weird shit's going on here. Oh, that just goes to page 20. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Damn, and it just keeps going and going and going. Oh, dude, we got a lot to do. Bro, it's like, goddamn. I'm going to have to figure out how to fix this, but basically, um, yeah, they shortened how many are on per page, because we're not actually on page five. No, we're, we're like, what? We're on, we're on page four. Four. But, because of whatever my cat did, it changed things. Um, there's the ones we're reading now. Those are the Tales to Astonish. And we just finished... Which issue was this? Um... Tales of Suspense 49. 49, yep. Um, so it was this one. So next, we're actually going to be getting Journey into Mystery number 99. This is basically the week of Journey into Mystery. We're getting a lot of Thor this week. Yeah, I just saw that. Damn. Um, Journey into Mystery number 99. Journey into Mystery number 100, which is ANC story. Um, we're also getting the ANC story of issue 99. So ANC story of 99, ANC story of um, issue 100, ANC story of 101, ANC story of 102, ANC story of 103, and ANC story of 104. Um, and then after that, it is... Avengers number three, I think, is what we're ending on. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's basically the week of Journey into Mystery. So we have, what, five Journey into Mystery and one Avengers story? Right. Okay. Oh, I know why it's doing that. Go back. I need to go in the comic box. Oh, no, no. All right, let's go home. Oh, they changed their whole look. Oh, okay. They updated. I don't like that. Let's go to all orders. Why would you do that to me? Um, main 616. Start at the beginning. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out how to fix that. There's a way to do it. I just don't know how. So yeah, keep on the lookout for that. Well, you won't, guys. I have to worry about that. That's for me. But yeah, so basically, a shit ton of Thor Yeah. and then Avengers. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't see why they're like, yo, we've been fucking with Hulk. We haven't seen him in a no, minute. No, no, no. So here's what I think. I think most of these Thor stories mm-hmm. 
it's either going to be Thor or what's the other story that they tell along with Thor? Because you know how a lot of these... Oh, the, the mythology. Yeah, the mythology things. Right. So I think what this is are... These are stories that are all connecting together. So... Right. Um, might see more Odin. I th- this might be our first real story arc. Right. Where we're basically getting like five Thor stories that are all connected and telling one long story. Right. And then we're also going to be getting the five um, mythological stories that come along with them when they go that route. That's pretty cool. We actually might get more that Ymir and... Loki and Odin and we right. might we might actually get the the what's that the Furious, Furious Three or what's what was Thor's friends? Oh, um, the Warrior Three. The Warrior Three. We might get some of them showing up. Like like, like I said, it's like some, it looks like it looks like maybe like one continuation of the story here. Which that's cool. I like that. That's interesting. When it ends with that would be my guess as far as the why they did. Yeah, that. totally. So. Cause I thought maybe because I'm thinking like as a comic book business standpoint, it's like well you know. We've been doing these. And- well, no, no, list-wise. Oh, list-wise? Okay. So here's the thing. All of these are going to be all in order. Right. You're going to see month to month to month. Right. And then we're just not going to get a Thor story. So they're telling like six month, five months of Thor stories. Wow. Because it's one continuing story. Right. So each... Okay. Um, right, right, right. Because like each Because that's how they the did the story. Tales to Astonish, too, right. for the two that were back-to-back. Right. They didn't go and do all the other ones that were in December. It was like, hey, we're going to go ahead and tell you both of these stories. Right. And then we'll continue on with whatever else we were right. building up for. So... Um, excited for that. Well, that's I mean, cool. I've, I mean, I've, but I just hope they're good Thor stories. Jesus. I'm just saying. All the good Shut up! Fuck's sake. <laughs> Alright, so with that being said, guys, that's gonna end it. Don't forget, um, next week, we got the seven episodes. Another seven episodes of, uh, the Superhero Squad with some news. Um, Thor comics out the ass. And, uh, that's... The way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. So that being said, we'll see you all next week. We love you guys. Excelsior. Excelsior. Peace out, people. I thought like an old man.